Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Tease. Hi, Tease. Hi, Panda. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you today? Um, I'm okay. I have sleepy baby disease right now, but I think that's just a curse for me always whenever it hits past 7 p.m. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. Did you have a good day today? I oh, oh boy, I feel like oh, I just no. opened a can of worms. Um, late OSHA arrived. Oh boy. So I don't know um if you should say that or not. But um <laughs> OSHA showed up at my job today. <laughs> after um the guy that got fired on Tuesday, after he like sent in an anonymous tip, but it very clearly was from him, just by mm-hmm. like reading the um commentary remarks of like yeah. why they came type deal. So uh oh she was here and i mean it wasn't like a bad day for me because i just hung out in my office and the guy from osha waved at me when i was sitting in my office and i waved back at him and it's like wow two kings of their respective kingdoms saying hello <laughs> to each other two ships passing in the night yeah but i mean today wasn't that bad of a day i mean it just there was a lot going on in the background but for the most part i didn't have like a rough day or anything like that i didn't get yelled at or anything which is better day than what yesterday was so yeah yesterday was a rough one but it's okay it's just a lot of a lot of irons are in the fire at my job so yeah yeah but besides that i know you have some good job news so i do our producer my wife gwen just got a new job yay yesterday yay when do they start on the 14th wow congratulations gwen Yes, we thought it was going to be the 21st, but then when they sent the paperwork over, it said 14th, so... Hell yeah. Is it in person, or is it online? It is fully remote! Oh my gosh, so you guys could hypothetically, like, move anywhere? Well, we could live anywhere! Yay! The world is my oyster, finally. And that's not going to be like, oh, surprise, you have to come back to the office or anything like that? Is it, like, remote? remote no, it, remote? it is. It is. like They even emphasized in the interview, like, it is 100% remote. Oh, my God. That's really exciting. They're based out of, they're, I think it's near Philadelphia, but I don't think it's actually Philadelphia. So, like, okay. even if I did have to move up there, like... Philly's pretty bumping. I'd be close to a lot of people, so... Yeah, Philly's... I was actually thinking about it, like... Quite literally, the other day, I was thinking about like how Philly might be a better, just like place for me to go. In Shrimp to resting. Like, New York City would, yeah. I feel like I'm hotter in Philly than I will ever be in New York. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's, it's the truth. I mean, I'll tell it like it is. But congratulations to Gwen. I'm so fucking excited for them. I know this has been a very long past few months. Yeah. I'm just happy that you guys can be settled somewhere, quote unquote. You have the option and opportunity to move yes. if you want to. I know. I'm just really, I'm just really happy for you guys. So I know. Happy. I know how long you both have wanted this. So, and also, like, not gonna air Gwen's business, but this place pays like double the last job. Did fuck yeah, so. that's that Northeast money. Fucking yeah. New York, New Jersey, and like Philadelphia. Well, even like, I don't know much about all of the minutia of like what Gwen's jobs type stuff is worth. But like, when we've talked to other people who are in a similar field, even they have commented like, oh, that was pretty low. Yeah. (laughs) But 
Uh, and we're gonna have health insurance again so Yay! i did oh my God. about That's that so sexy i can't so wait so sexy adhd meds yes please coming home <laughs> yes finally that's about the extent of news that's the only thing that's really ha- i mean we have a we have a new roommate i don't know if you remember gwen's friend zane from the wedding but zane yes. has moved in since jb and maddie from across the street <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah welcome zane yeah he was he was living with one of our other friends and then like they decided to get separate apartments but then like when we had room open up zane was like well my lease is ending so well now he's here everything worked out in the end now i have a a accomplished dark Souls speed runner living in my home (laughs) get ready for the new fucking manga of the week my roommate's (laughs) a gamer Have you been watching anything, consuming anything fun? Actually, yeah. So I've been watching something incredibly cursed for author's note. I know what this is. Are you going to talk about it? Because you mentioned it on your private Twitter. Fuck, I might as well. It's not like anybody listens to this podcast. (laughs) Well, this this will come out after you guys have already talked about it on author's note. So it's not going to be a spoiler. Okay, perfect. So I'm watching Rick and Morty for the podcast. And you have to understand the absolute delight at your misery that I felt reading this, this show makes me so angry. It's just... But TC, he turns into a pickle. It's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's not. It's not even funny. It's not. It's, oh my God. H- have you seen the episode? Are you oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, the fact that just like he purposely turns himself into a pickle to get out of therapy, like bitch. Uh, I wish, sorry, that's a mood. I wish my like damn, maybe it's because I have my own daddy issues. I wish my mom brought me to therapy when my parents got divorced. I wish I got to go like I mean, I I yeah, like I definitely just, also feel that. And what makes me so angry is that like so many men like are like yeah i'm a rick sanchez and i'm like i'm gonna, I'm gonna your jugular is going to be slightly no your windpipe will be slightly crushed the, the fight club problem yeah and i'm just like you want to be a rick sanchez and like his whole like fuck therapy thing and like granted dr wong like really does a good job of like verbally kicking his ass or whatever but mm-hmm. it is just so frustrating to see this culture of people who will make fun of therapy will avoid therapy at all costs when they're probably the ones who need therapy the most 100 percent. and i mean like let's be like this is such a a moment too that like could have really been helpful for rick's character development just like as a whole to make him a better person and he actively chooses not to and i think that's what the thing that frustrates me the most it's because like you have this opportunity to become a better person. It really just shows how shitty of a person you are. And like maybe that's the point. And like Rick and Morty is very clearly satire, at least to me. Yeah. But to a shit ton of people, they don't realize that. No, no they just don't. like oh my god. But besides Rick and Morty, which I truly have been suffering through, I've also been watching I'm gonna sound like a fucking boomer here, but I've been watching the Peacock original Girls 5 Eva. Interesting. And it's like 
genuinely funny. You know, I saw like some promotional materials for it and I was like, God, that looks kind of cute. I mean, it's exactly what you think it would be. It's people in their late 30s to mid 40s kind of deal making fun of late 1990s pop. And I mean, Tina Fey produced it. So like, it's very SNL funny, you know, Mm -hmm. but like Sarah Bareilles in it is the lead character. Oh my God. She's so hot. (laughs) Nice. Sarah Bareilles is hot. Like it's true. It is. And it's the whole concept is, is a girl group that disbanded just and had only like kind of like a one hit wonder situation Mm -hmm. are now adults and women and a rapper samples one of their songs the only song that was the top hit and they perform on what's his name not james corden jimmy fallon jimmy fallon the skinny bitch (laughs) so they perform on jimmy fallon and they're like you know what this felt good like fuck it we should do this again and in doing it again they decide that they want to like regroup and release a new album and like the whole gag is that they want to perform at jingle ball and it's just like it's a little corny it's a little campy like it's very sitcom-y and i'm not wild about sitcoms but like yeah i'm having a fun time with it it's like my zone out right before bedtime or it's my like eating while dinner show you know it's it's fun i'm enjoying it that's great thanks but what about you well the new bo burnham special came out Oh, how was that? It's incredible. I've watched mm. it four times. Panda. Because, you know, we're Always we're the Bo Burnham stan. We're coping. I know. But it's very good. It's a fascinating piece of pandemic isolation art. Oh, that's fun. He, it was, like, filmed and edited and, like, directed entirely by him, by himself. He had no- Oh, wow. He had no crew. It was just him and his, him and his cameras and lights and stuff. And it's just like some of the, like the visuals in this for like a comedy special is just uh, comedy special is even maybe a contentious label because there's a lot of it. That's a little more real than funny. Mm, I understand. I understand. I Um, mean, in the same vein as some of his like past couple of specials, but even mm -hmm. more so due to the the heightening of mental health issues during quarantine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's very good and highly, highly recommend for the listeners. If you are someone who needs trigger warnings for things, you should maybe look up some trigger warnings before you attempt to to watch it because there's some pretty heavy stuff mentioned yeah i can imagine yeah but it's very good like most bo burnham he's always been kind of like that yeah yes yes exactly and also i watched the new season uh, well i'm almost done with the new season of the the netflix jurassic world cartoon camp cretaceous it's very bad but it's it's very fun for putting on when i don't have anything else i want to watch and i don't have to pay that hard of attention (laughs) to what's going on i get that yeah yeah so that's about it really on my end so i guess here at the fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about fake podcasts Hell yeah. So I have an idea for you, Teresa. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear about it. Well, in honor of Pride Month, my podcast idea is talking about whether or not 
you think a character is queer in some way. And I, you know, I don't, you know, nobody needs like an explanation or like a list of reasons why they think a character might, why they may have a certain headcanon. But I also think sometimes it's fun to, if you, you do have like your, these are the reasons that I identify with this character as like X or Y or why I have this thought process. So you mean a ship Bible? No, not shipping. No, 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 no. I just mean like sort of like how a ship Bible is like, here are the reasons why this couple is canon X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Yeah, sure. So it would just be like a podcast version of you just being like, here are the reasons why this character is gay. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Like it would be like a host and then the guest could come on and be like, this is my, I'm presenting my case as to why Nanami Kiryu from Revolutionary Girl Utena is a lesbian. And this is, these are my reasons. I feel that. I just think that that would be fun because I, these are the kinds of things that I think are fun to think about. That's fair. I, I can get behind that. Yeah. Do you have any any head cannons that you feel very strongly about? My ongoing quest to make everybody believe this since I am living my best life and I it's still the year of Haruhi Suzumiya in my heart. <laughs> Koizumi Haruhi Suzumiya is gay. He has gay but homophobic energy to me, very much so. And why do I think he's gay? I mean, he's a little mean. He kind of plays into the bit, into the gag, mm-hmm. but just picks and chooses when to keep it seriously. And I find those are very, like, tired gay qualities, especially with, like, a high schooler sometimes. Yeah. And, like, I mean, granted, like, you could still be straight and do that. But just, like, the way he presents himself, he flirts with kyon in a few episodes and when he does talk about flirting with the girls he's very like over the top and overt about it instead Mm -hmm. of like a joke you know and he just i don't know i just feel like he has that energy but besides that i mean i could probably write a whole entire fucking essay about like like the two guys from kids on the slope or like anybody from Final Fantasy Fifteen. Like, <laughs> I mean, we talked about this in the most recent episode of Author's Note. But like, for instance, Majima Goro is also a really good example too. Like, especially with the Goromi stuff. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of characters I could probably do this for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you have anybody in, in mind? One, a headcanon that I didn't realize I had until very recently was that Sayaka from Madoka Magica is a lesbian. Oh, buddy. It was one yeah. that, like, I, like definitely, there was no question that I thought that she was sapphic, but I specifically landed on lesbian for, for several reasons. The biggest of which being, like, I you watched Madoka, right? The original, like when it first came out. Yeah. yeah. Like, she has her, like, whatever love interest, uh, Kiyosuke, and 
she's really obsessed with this guy to the point that she makes her wish for him but like it comes off to me like this compulsory heterosexuality of attaching yourself to this guy that you think you should like or who has qualities that you admire so you like mistranslate that as thinking it is romantic love and part of it is that he is fundamentally unobtainable and so there's nothing that you like can lose by having feelings for him because like you can't like have the opportunity to have that happen anyway mm-hmm. and it also is just like they don't really seem to have very much in common she seems like she's always trying to like get into his interests but like they don't really seem to talk very much and it's just like it just does not seem like she actually like like when she expresses actual emotions towards people like she has a lot more of an interest in like like she'll be like oh Monica like I'm not gonna let the boys get to you or like she's very very close with Kyoko and like it just seems like she has a lot more actual enthusiasm for these relationships with other women as opposed Mm. to like the one who she's supposed to be madly in love with I hear that I hear that okay yeah that works and also I mentioned Nanami earlier there's a lot of I know you haven't watched all of Utena yet and soon soon Anime Club got canceled these past two no. weeks, but it's okay. So Dude. what happened was last week I didn't get home until like seven seven thirty because I got stuck in a two hour long traffic jam. Ugh. And then this week Lily went to IKEA and then just went so apeshit that they forgot <laughs> to <laughs> tell us that they came home from IKEA. That's really funny. it's good it's good but yeah soon you'll watch utana but nanami there's a lot of hmm, i don't want to get into too much of it because i don't want to spoil things for you but there's just a lot of like imagery like surrounding some of her episodes that kind of like indicates that she like maybe is not as heterosexual as she might be attempting to portray herself even though her quote-unquote heterosexual feelings uh seem to be for her brother maybe we've all been there and like there's this whole conversation that she has with toga in one episode where like he kind of makes this veiled statement where he he kind of essentially says like the reason that we get along so well nanami is because you're a normal girl who isn't gay except he doesn't say that it's it's really it's really coded in weird metaphor because ikuhara but toga also is another one of those yes i'm gay yes i'm homophobic we exist we love that yeah like i mean you could they there have been plenty of of written uh material on interpretations of utsune characters oh 100 percent. could literally there could literally be a book on this topic but i know i've got a, like lake from infinity train is uh non-binary which is basically canon like yeah uh yeah just there's you know there's a lot there's of them fun. yeah I mean, granted, our scope is kind of, we don't, like, watch a lot of live action, like, daytime TV or anything like that. We don't 
watch a lot of like we're here talking about like video games and yeah. anime mostly here and cartoons so there's tons like i would love to hear people come on and talk about book characters and comic book characters and like all this stuff someone that i uh am mutuals with on twitter was talking about the aaron sorkin show sports night and like him having like his gay ships and head cannons and that's something that i'd love to hear and i probably oh. will hear about it at some point oh. What is what is this show? Sports what? Sports night? I don't know what it. I've never watched it, but it's an Aaron Sorkin thing, and I presume it takes place in like an ESPN type like sports oh channel. It's a fictional sports news show. Also yeah, called Sports Night. Interesting. Yeah, it's on Prime. I've never watched an Aaron Sorkin project in my life. It came out in nineteen ninety nine to two thousand. So. Yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah, like, there's a whole, it, like, the thing about it is, like, it's usually, like, queer people just watching things and then, like, being, like, I claim this one for my, I mean, yeah. my tribe. I wrote, I wrote, yeah, I sure wrote this. I read Interview with the Vampire recently. <laughs> and, uh. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. That's for the homosexuals, all right. Oh boy, it, is it? <laughs> uh, uh. Another another headcanon uh, that isn't cartoons or video games or anime, but Roz from Frasier is bisexual. That's basically, that's like, it's not canon canon, but it's like not, not canon a little bit. I, I've never watched Frasier. Frasier's really good, Teresa. <laughs> I know. All of you keep telling me this. Look, I didn't believe it either. I had to watch I'm, it for myself. I'm sorry that I'm like only friends with Frasier heads or whatever Frasier fans are called. Like, <laughs> we, we are Frasier heads now. <laughs> Congratulations on being Frasier heads. So yeah, that was my podcast idea. I didn't really have a name because originally I just thought that my my first iteration of this idea was this is why I think a character's a lesbian. That wasn't the title, but that was the concept. And then I was going to come up with some sort of pun based on that. But I decided to broaden the scope. Do you want to workshop a possible title? Do you have a possible title? Uh, let me think. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I, either. Yeah. Um, no. Oh shit. Sorry. Never mind. Are you okay? I fucking the Kiko. Something has happened. The Kiko Lake team is collecting donations so they can go to the Alto Door. <laughs> <country. laughs> donate my fucking healing potion twenty two. How nice. No. <laughs> That's how you get anything else. I fucking need those. <laughs> I only buy one once every 30 minutes. Good luck for healing potion 18. God damn it. Neopets problems. Neopets problems. Fucking I hate the Altador cup, you motherfuckers. Do you really? I hate the Altador cup so much. Why? It's so repetitive. Oh, yeah. Games. I mean, you do have to play the same game over and over to get yeah, points. It's really frustrating. Well, I think it's time to put this we back tried. <laughs> Before we go, though, it is, of course, time to enter the Good Vibes Zone. Tease, what's something good that happened to you recently? I... Oh, Christ. Come on, you gotta have one thing. I, I believe in you. I love my cat. That's, that's what I gotta say. And I bought... 
a vinyl toy that I've been staring at for a really long time recently. And he now sits on my desk at work. And whenever I look at him, he makes me happy. So. Oh, is that the cat with antlers? Yes, that's my Morris. Cute. I love him. Speaking of, did you get a little treat in the mail from your good pal Ticia? I have not yet, but I've been on the lookout. Okay, it should be coming home soon. I mean, you could probably figure out what it is, but... I had I had an, an inkling. Yeah, I bought you the little green boy. Oh. Because yeah. I saw that the like green and pink one together were $40, but then I found the green one alone for like cheap. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So I was like, up, oh, that's for Panda. And I I'll put it. that baby on my desk next to my Furby. Wow. I love that. I wish I could bring grandma to work. Oh, that'd be so nice. <laughs> what about you, Panda? What do you bring to the good vibe zone? I My good vibe zone is that I got a text message from my sister today. And all I saw when I got the message preview was I did something. Don't tell mom. So that's like a great way. Ah! That's a great way to open a message. I, I opened the picture and my sister got got her nose pierced. She got like a little nostril stud. Cute. And it is cute. And she is very excited about it. And my mom is going to be very upset. And that just, it delights me. It delights me that she just went out and did this. And also, I love my mother very much, but she uh, has a very old fashioned sense of aesthetic and so she's she's gonna blow her lid she cried when i dyed my hair green i i my mom was like are you really gonna shave your head and i was like yeah and then i did it and she goes okay it doesn't look too bad i was like thank you yeah see that's how my mom came around to the green hair she was like well it doesn't look that bad yeah i i think once the initial shock wears off it feels better but yeah i'm i'm just i my good vibe is that i love that my sister was really excited about her nose piercing and her first reaction was to it just it it's very reminiscent of my childhood of something happening and being like don't tell mom i love that that's really good i have no siblings but i still feel that in my heart with like yeah yeah well we've reached the end of this episode Mm -hmm. so listeners if you would like to follow this podcast on the internet you could do that at fresh pod market and if you'd like to follow me on twitter you could do that at impandanata where can people find you online oh my gosh you could find me a whole bunch of places right now you can find me on twitter at vicuna that's v-i-c-u-n-a-d you could find me on author's note don't like don't listen a fandom history podcast you could also for the next two months find me on a maritime horror zine called down by the sea yeah and you could check them out on twitter under sideshow pub or you can go on the gumroad and purchase a zine and that's gumroad.com backslash sideshow pub and I wrote a piece of flash fiction in there. And frankly, I'm really fucking proud of that piece of fiction. Wow. And I think it's like some of the better fiction I've written. And I hope people at least buy a PDF of it because also it is the proceeds are going to go half to the people in the zine and half to the ocean conservatory. So that's so exciting. Helping the water, but also helping the teeth line their pockets. So <laughs> I would love to hear if people do give it a read. I would love to hear what you think of it because I really enjoy writing horror and 
apparently I'm good at it. I didn't know good. that you did much horror. So this is I, I usually don't. So this is like my first like foray into it. Mm. And I'm really, I, you know what? I could, I'll send you my, uh, my draft. Ooh. you know i mean i was and, probably gonna get the pdf but i mean yeah you can but you could read it too I'll yeah it to you. okay all right but yeah that, those are places where you could find me right now very excited very excited uh and if you would like to help support this show we have a ko-fi that's ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market and also the my patreon which technically funds this show because it funds me it can now be found at utinacast.com because wow. baby got a url oh my god i'm so proud of you and we also have an email address that's freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com if you have any ideas for podcasts that you would like us to talk about you can send those to our email address or you can hit us up on twitter if you liked our theme music, that was Call the Sack Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That's my wife, Gwen, and they just released a new EP thing, I think. Yeah. And so you can you can find that on uh, Bandcamp. Congrats, Gwen. And yeah, I think that's it. So thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pand. Everybody... It's time to open your umbrellas because it's raining out there. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, I also watched Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Oh, and you mean Tignatero's big CGI night out? I did, and uh, uh, she's the best part of it. But Thank God. Uh, also, there was a zombie tiger and a zombie man riding a zombie horse, both of which oh. were incredible. Okay. And towards the end of the movie, uh, Zack Snyder, ever the king of subtlety, uh, used zombie by the cranberries. Wow. Over a, over a sequence. Oh, amazing. <laughs>